Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Bears Review. I am Tyler Flesh. I am joined by my co-host and dad, Brian Flesh. Hey there. All right. Um, normally, we're, we want to do these normally just right after the game to get the first reaction. Unfortunately, it's going to work a little different if the games are late because we do have jobs. We have to work in the morning. So we're not going to be able to do that on basically on Sunday night games and Monday night games, which next week's a Monday night game and I'm going on vacation. So that episode will probably be out Friday, but we'll get on all that later. Now to the heartbreak and it's been, this would have been a different podcast, would not if we would have recorded it right off the rip. Oh, absolutely. Not had our emotions in check. I'm suffering from BTSD, Bears Traumatic Stress Disorder. Yes, we all are. Um, Well, what do you want to start with, the good or the bad? Let's start with the bad because it was bad. So let's focus on the Bears offense, and um, I'll start. Wow. Wow. What a tease. (laughs) We came out with so many different formations. We had Leno, our big tackle, out all the way as a wide receiver lined up for screen blocking and everything. And we had that new Chris Bears look. We had the so-called quarterback that was going to take us there, the new head coach, the new design. We score on like the opening drive. Oh, that we first rush it series. In. Oh, we were on fire. And then it was like someone literally took a fire extinguisher and put us out. Oh. It was a heartbreaking game. Um it just sucks when you lose like that to the Packers. I mean, the final score. If you look at the box score, you think, well, damn, these Bears played they played good. But we didn't, because we blew a 20-point lead. Yeah. You know, Ty, we were watching the game together, and we looked at each other, and basically our eyes met, and we said, we've seen this rodeo before. Yeah. Um, definitely, man. Definitely. I think the... Uh, I'm just going to get into it. I think you have... I don't know how much of it was Nagy's fault and how much of it was on... Trubisky's fault. I think if I had to give a percentage, I would go 25% on uh, Nagy, and I would go 75% Trubisky. What do you think? Fair? Not fair? I think that's very fair. I think especially in the second half, you know, I've been a big fan of Mitch. Big, big fan of Mitch. Yeah, you've been on bandwagon. I've been on his side the whole time. And I I have been more reserved. Yes, you have. And I tell you what, when you looked at Mitch in the second half, he was not looking downfield. His eyes were not downfield. But hold on. We'll get there. Before we go to the... I know. Before we go to the second half, let's focus on the first half. Let's go. Continually, right, man? It was down the field. We were doing good. We were mixing drives together. Trubisky ran one in. We scorned. But then here's the biggest problem in all of this, right? 
we keep going down and we were doing good and then we would kind of stall out and then we'd kick a field goal and then we'd kick a field goal. We kicked three field goals. We scored one touchdown and kicked three field goals. Yeah. Okay? We can't... You cannot beat the Packers by doing that on offense. No way. Our defense... The first half was spectacular. Well, hold on, hold on. We're not, we're not gonna get there yet. We're gonna get there. We're focusing. Remember, you chose the bad first, so we gotta go. Let's just get the bad out of the system now. All right, let's get it going. We'll focus. We'll focus on the good and the great here in a second. Right now, we're in. We're we're driving headfirst into a concrete wall. Here, here's what it is. The first half, did you not feel like that's a good half? Oh, we're, we're, we can do this. We're rocking and rolling, right? Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah, we have an offense now. We'll get it together. If that was the first half, we'll do even better. Then go ahead. I'll hand it over to you about Trubisky in the second half. Oh, it was a train wreck. We come out and we are flat, and. You know, the thing that really just ticked me off is we have been Bears fans for decades. Yeah. And we've watched this happen over and over again with the Green Bay Packers. And what did I say? You cannot take your foot off the gas at all. We what, Did you also feel like maybe we had a special guest appearance at halftime by John Fox and he just took over coaching the team? Yeah. I, I really felt that way. He was he was coaching from in secret. He's he almost was like, guys, listen, we're going way too fast. Let's slow it down. Slow it down. Let's let them back in the game, and then we'll finish it off late, and we'll give a round of applause. We'll control the ball. Ball control. control. So I agree with you everything on Trubisky, but let's let's just get into it right now. The bad, the the super bad. Do you feel I'm gonna pose I'm gonna pose this question to you. Do you feel that he was too cocky? Oh in the yeah. at, at, I know, I know what you're thinking. But for those who don't know, and if you didn't watch the game, or if you wanted to go to bed early thinking we had it wrapped up, or if you did what I did and drank a lot of alcohol that's called forget me juice, which I did later that night to try to forget that the game even took place, kind of like that little zapper on Men in Black. I just did it with a little ice cube and a little whiskey. But what happened is he looks, he's in Green Bay, he's in Lambeau Field, and you don't need to give, these these people right now are running off beer and cheese. <laughs> There's yeah. beer and cheese flowing through their system. Trubisky, with a slight grin, tries to hush the crowd. Uh. Hush the crown. Uh. <laughs> right? I mean, the groans from Bears fans were like, no, we've seen this before. You hush the crowd when when you put the, the game-winning touchdown away. You don't hush the crowd right now. It was a classic. Was a third quarter hush. Why is he hushing in the third? Yeah, it was a classic rookie move. I thought it looked rather arrogant and absolutely out of place he's waving his arms up and down trying to hush the crowd what do you think they're gonna do oh yeah mitch be quiet we'll be quiet for you we'll all be quiet guys mitch is on the field no that's not what happened 
And then let's just talk about it, man. The fourth quarter. What mm. the f- what the heck, man? What was that? What the oh, I mean, here's what I'm thinking, right? This isn't too much to ask. When the Packers scored, and we're going to talk about defense. When they scored that I'm this is this factors in though. When they scored with Randall Cobb, which I knew, or I looked to you and I said they're going to score here, and you said, "Yeah, I know." We felt it. And if you're a Bears fan, you you already know. You felt it. You've seen Rodgers do this to us before. You felt it. And we'll get back to that faker in a minute. But you felt that that was coming. What I liked about it, look how much time was left. We still had two timeouts. There was over two minutes. All we need is a field goal. We can. We have the power to milk the clock. They didn't have anything left. I think they had one timeout left. That's right. We could have drove down the field. All we needed was a field goal range. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, it's Sunday night. He's not a rookie anymore. He's played some big games. This isn't a make or break season game. It, this isn't middle of the, 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 the season. This is the end of the season to get to the playoffs. This is the first game. I, he looked relaxed to me. Did he not to you? He looked relaxed in the first half. The second half, he looked like a deer no, in the no, headlights. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm not talking about his play. Not deer in the headlights. His face. Like, he when he came out... Oh, he looked relaxed. He I looked agree. confident. What we saw, that's what I was trying to point out. What we saw on his play was garbage, was trash. He was so inaccurate. He could not throw the ball. He was he had no accuracy downfield. After that first series, he he just literally lost it. And and by the way, you may not be a fan of White, but he was on the play for 12 he was on the field for 12 plays and was not targeted one time. You may not respect him, but you've got to respect his speed. Tyler, why didn't we throw the ball one time to him? And we'll get into that. I just want to, we will. I just want to finish out. We didn't do it because I don't think we have faith in him. But I just want to go over some stats real quick here after we do this. Let's talk about the fourth, the final play, the final series, the nail in the coffin, Okay. Here, here's what it comes down to. All we need is that field goal, right? Trubisky, you know, we it's fourth down, fourth and nine, throws. Oh, no, we don't get it. But wait, Clay Matthews messes up, nails Trubisky in the, in the back, and we get a 15-yard. We get 15 yards in the first down. I'm thinking... Cripe, we're gonna get lucky. We get we just get in field goal range. Absolutely. And then your theory comes into play. Deer in the headlights. Oh, it was terrible. That Tyler, that last set of downs, if you looked at Mitch Trubisky's face, he looked scared. I'm a bear fan. I love Mitch. I want him to do well. But you cannot be out there and not look at him and say, the kid was scared to death. He didn't look downfield. He looked to run, and he looked sideline to sideline. Listen, I'm with you. I want him to succeed. I just don't think he's going to. I think we're going to be in the land of mediocrity. Mediocrity? Mediocrity. Just just, just here in this purgatory like of, is he good? Is he not? Almost like Stafford. I think he could be like Stafford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get you get you caught get, in the hope mm-hmm, that he yep. could be better, 
but in the reality that he just doesn't show it. And let's talk about Mitchell Trubisky. He went six for six on that opening drive. Oh, over a, six for six for over a hundred yards. Are you ready for what he finished with? He was 23 for 35 for 171 yards. Zero TDs passing, zero interceptions. He had one rushing touchdown. He also fumbled the ball twice. He got one back. He lost the other one. He had a quarterback rating of 29.5. That's what his rating was. It was not a good showing at all. This is what they say is ungood. Also... There's a problem here, guys. <laughs> Our leading wide receiver? Are you ready for this? Who is tied for receptions? Who do you think it is? Do you know? I do not know, Tyler, but I'm guessing it was either Robinson. Okay, or? Or Tyreek Hill? No. Robinson only had four catches for 61 yards. He had the most yards. Uh... Tyreek Hill? Did, yeah. You mean Tyreek Cohen? Tyreek Cohen. Oh, if we had Tyreek Hill, we have... Whew. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he would have made a difference either. I, just the way our quarterback played. Cohen was three catches for 16 yards. This is going to blow everyone's mind. You can't win a game. You can't have a dynamic offense. You cannot buy... This is why you don't buy into the hype, people. Jordan Howard was our leading receiver... He was tied with Taylor Gabriel. Oh, they, say it isn't so. They both had five catches for 25 yards. Identical. Oh. That's where we're at. Where the running back. And then Howard only got the ball rushing. He only went 15 times for 82 yards. That's not bad. He should have got the ball more, in my opinion. Okay, I've got to ask you a key question with all of this. We all admit that at halftime we're up 20 to nothing. Bears fans, we are partying at halftime, are we not? We're high-fiving it. We're high. We're just having a good old time. What happened in the second half? Was it a coaching issue? Was it Trubitsky? What what do you how do you, how do you how do you make sense of it? Because the Bear fans are out there going, I, I can't believe this happened to us again. <sighs> Quarterback play. I think he, I mean, you're six for six for over 100 yards, you know, and that's the first drive, and then you only get 70, 70 more. You literally only get 70 yards. After the first series, you're like, well, I'm done. We checked out. Yeah. You think any of it was on, how much of it was on the coaching? Do you, do you attribute any of it to the coaching? I, I don't know, man. Like I said, at the end, we, I mean, we had people open. We were calling passing plays. I mean, I think Trubisky flushed himself, started to flush himself out of the pocket too early. I, I don't think it was there. And you know what's weird? And I'm we're going to finish on this note because I'm done talking about the offense. Because I think everyone's done listening because the, the the hype surrounding this so-called revolutionary offense and, you know, it's going to, one, either it's going to take time or, or we got a hell of a lot of work to do. And I'm looking at a hell of a lot of work to yeah. do. Yeah. But I'm going to end it with this. 
everything I've seen about the Bears, I think you and me are the only ones that are taking a realistic approach to this. All the headlines I've noticed is, oh, the Bears, something to be proud of. Something to be proud of? We blew a 20-point lead. Yeah. Yeah. What What about all the people out there, Tyler, going, well, they're really competitive this year? Really? The only person I heard with an honest assessment was I listened to the Dan Lebetard show and I listened to the local hour and they were talking about it. They're huge Aaron Rodgers fans. He came on that show later, like yesterday, yesterday. And, but before that they were talking and they, you know, they were hyping up the bears and they, they weren't hyping them up saying how they did good. But you know, Mike Ryan said something who he's a Cleveland Browns fan. They're based in Miami you know, you don't really get this, but he's the only one that said, man, I looked at that Mitchell Trubisky last night for the first time. Boy, can he not throw a ball. Yeah. Very. He, he, he His accuracy is not there. I mean, that's the, that's, that's the whole thing was with John Fox. You know, I'm glad yeah. someone said it that has a bigger voice right now at the moment than us. Than us, right. Hopefully we'll get hey. there, but the point is, Let's not. Why are we? Why are we trying to put icing on a shit cake and trying to make it like sell it off as done? Yeah, it's not done. Yeah, he's not even. He scares me that he's so far from the finished product. Like, if this was his rookie game, I'd be stoked. I'd be like, yes. It's not. Yeah, complete agreement. Hey, we need to get to the Bears defense, but first. What about this Aaron Rodgers injury? No, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's oh, my gosh. Let, no, let's talk about, because we have something bigger, badder, meaner, nastier to talk about. Oh, boy. Khalil Mack. Wow. Yes. Was he not the beast? Oh, my gosh. That's something. You guys want to get excited about something? You want to buy into the hype? Buy your Khalil Mack jersey now. This guy is for real. He can play. Gruden's throwing a hissy fit right now. He's never going to admit he messed up. Boy, he messed up. I, I, that is the biggest start I've ever seen. This is a guy that had no preseason, did not, was not a part of the Bears camp. He wasn't Saw a part. The, wait, he wasn't a part of the Raiders team workouts either. Exactly, guys. he was holding out. He exactly, was, he was he, working out on his own now. But that's it, it, exactly. So he what saw the playbook for three or four days? Realistically, I think the playbook was get to the quarterback, beat the quarterback, kill the quarterback, <laughs> and hurt the quarterback knee yeah well since you keep bringing it up we'll talk about it for a second i was we gonna got get to there. we got to i was gonna get there after the i was gonna get there i was gonna, you gotta give it time man we can't just jump in we're gonna waste everything away we're gonna wait again i'm sorry we're gonna wait again because i gotta say this before we even get into it there's a flow here you're breaking up the flow you're like hurricane what is it florence you're breaking up everything right now listen Listen, before we get to that, how good was our defense? This is a healthy Aaron Rodgers. He he went three and out. Then he went three and out again. I think the the Packers came out complacent. I think they they had a sword in. I think that our defense is going to be top five this year. I think our defense is outstanding. 
I, I had some issues with the uh, safety cornerbacks, but in terms of the front, in terms of the linebackers, outstanding game. Roquan Smith, first play. First play. Sack. Sack. Yeah. I'm enough said. That kid can play. He needs to get in shape. We need to get our guys in shape. We need them soon. We need them now. We don't need them here's, later. Here's the thing. Khalil Mack makes everyone better. He is to a defense do you, do you have, what, what a great quarterback is to an offense. Do you have one word to describe him? Because I do. I want to see if you do. Do you I, have anything I, that comes into I mean, your mind? The only thing that keeps coming into mind is beast. Mine, unblockable. He's unblockable. He, Balaga looked like a, a, a high schooler out there playing. You know, Balaga's been there for how long? He's been in minicamp, and he looked at Khalil like, whoa, crap. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he, Khalil, the real deal, Mac, that's what that is. Yeah, he, he was, when he wasn't getting to Aaron Rodgers and actually knocking the ball out, he was putting so much pressure on him, it was forcing him to throw up much sooner than he wanted to. And on the other side, we had Leonard Floyd coming in. And between that and Akeem Hicks in the middle, it was a trinity. All right. Yeah, it really was. Well, and then this leads up now to the Academy Awards. And the Academy Award for Goes Best to... Injury. Best Faked Injury. Aaron Rodgers, how no one is talking about this. You do not get hurt and take one to the knee and put on the biggest show spectacle I have ever seen in my life. It was amazing. You're hauled off in a cart, and then all of a sudden, wait, wait, after wait, wait, halftime, wait, well, he went, wait, he went to the no, there was multiple things. Remember, he shook it off. He tried to stand up. He went back down. Then he went to the blue tent. Then he went to the cart. Then he did the puppy dog eyes. Remember the puppy dog eyes? Yes. Oh, the season's over for Rogers as he looks up to all his cheese heads. And he just starts floating around his head from left to right in a gaze looking at the stars like, I let you down again, boys. Do you remember as he's being taken off into the sunset on the cart, the big old alligator tears hanging in his eyes. Yeah, you could see him coming. They were building up. Mm-hmm. He was he was getting weepy. I don't care what he says. Rewind the game tape. We have DVRs now. We don't need to listen to your crap anymore, Raj. And, listen. and then, through the miracle of medicine and science... And 21st technology. I mean, he did go in the offseason to see the Dalai Lama. You think he got a little something from the Lama, from his holiness? His holiness, you know, put this on your leg. You'll be good to go, Raj. What? Because how can you not walk? You can't walk to the locker room. No. But yet you can come back and lead your team to to come back from 20, down 20 points to win the game. Thinker. But I can't walk, guys. I can't walk. To, yeah, I can't. He can't. No, he couldn't even walk to the sideline. But yeah, he can go all the way back well, into the Tyler, game. He was in shotgun the entire time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The only thing that benefited them from doing that is they got they started to get the ball out quicker. They were just they were they were slinging it so quick. We didn't even have time to get to the quarterback. Um I think overall our defense 
played awesome. Robert Harris, wow, did that guy come to play, man. Oh, he sure did. He forced that interception. When Kaiser came in, you, you could see it. Kaiser drove down the field on us, and you're sitting here, and you're like, man, here it comes. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, number 52, the Mac attack. Comes flying around the edge, strips the ball out, strip, sack, and recovery. And, and Ty, I, wa- I want to mention some of our listeners might be out there saying, hey, you guys aren't mentioning that Will Fuller dropped a pass that went well, right gonna, into his well, well, chest. Yeah, you're not. Well, this, God dang it. There is a flow to this. Do you see where we're at? Rodgers is out. Rodgers is out. We're on to Kaiser. We're not talking about that yet. We're going to get there. You're all over the place. Listen, I'm trying to steer this ship, but I can't steer it when you're poking holes in it. We're sinking fast right now. And I'm trying to, you know, they're going to be like, first they're talking about Kaiser, and now they're over here talking about Kyle Fuller dropping the game-winning pass. Hey, I'm passionate about my Bears. And I understand that, but I mean, you know, come on. We don't need to be at the bottom of the sea. So, anyhow... Kaiser, strip, sack, fumble. We go crazy in the house. Strip, strip, sack, fumble, and recovery. Very rare. Correct? Correct. I know you're still a little shocked, but shake it off. I'm, 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 I'm still, still in shock. Still trying to recover. So then we get that. We go down. We kick a field goal. No surprise. But then the offense gives us a gift. Now, I understand Khalil Mack's a beast, but let's give credit where credit is due Robert Harris forced that interception for Khalil Mack. He blew up the center. He got through. He dove at uh, Deshaun Kaiser. Kaiser then throws right to a wide open. I think, you know, we've been Notre Dame fans too. I think think Kaiser's been colorblind because I think he thought white was green because he threw it right at Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack did scare me the way he was carrying that ball, but hey, yeah. results don't lie. You get a touchdown from your defense, another turnover. I mean, we won the turnover battle, and we still lost, and that's very rare. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, let's that, that goes in now to what you said, and I know you've been itching at it, but people, if you haven't seen it because you broke your TV, because you threw something through it, Will Fuller dropped a game winning it was on the drive that Rodgers hit Cobb for what 68 yards before that play he threw right at Will Fuller who got a huge deal to be a Packer didn't take it we resigned him we all know that story we covered that last time but he drops the ball go ahead ah, I'm I'm just saying it was heart-wrenching every single bear fan out there when that went through his hands went oh no that could have ended the game right there. Okay, but do you feel like that was the defiance? Like that was like, okay, now we lost the game. Like every reporter is saying, I feel like more of the blame is going to Kyle Fuller. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I, I feel too much blame has gone to Kyle Fuller. I it, it was framed as the defining moment of him dropping the ball. And, and I don't believe that. I think... If you look at the number of plays our offense had in the second half, Kyle Fuller dropping the ball was just one play. But yet, many, many people are are looking at that and going, if he had just caught the ball, the game would have been over. 
But I think people got to look at the big picture too. You know, he didn't catch the ball. Guess what, guys? They score a huge touchdown. That actually helped us. That touchdown helped us. And I know people are criticizing our defense. Where were they the second half? Well, come on, guys. When you have no offense and we're going three and out, three and out, three and out, their defense is getting well-rested, their offense is hot. When an offense is reeling, the best way to keep them not on fire is to put them on ice. And Ice is the bench. Keep them on the bench. Deflate them by getting a score. And I'm not talking about we can't settle for field goals. We need touchdowns. I personally feel like the reason we lost was the offense. Because if your defense puts up a seven points, your offense puts up seven points and then three field goals, that's not a horrible game. But you're playing Aaron Rodgers. There is difference. He's amazing. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. You can't play like that. That's You can't do that against a couple people. You couldn't do it against Manning when he was in the league. You can't do it against Brady. You can't do it against Breeze. You can't do it against Rodgers. How hard is that? There's three main quarterbacks in the league you don't do that against. But yet we continue. We play one every single year, and we continue to think, this guy can't play. No, he slays. He slays the Bears. Well, I think you summed it up. I mean, I'm sorry. I went on a rant there, but Lord, I mean, I think I, I just I, I think our defense played amazing. I think we were on the money. I think we played great. I mean, I, mean, I don't got the the only problem I have is we, I, I, now it's hard for me to get on this because I, we both had them losing, so we both called. We're one for one right now. Now I have a win in the next three. Okay, the next three we know for a fact is Seattle at Chicago. Then we go to Arizona to play the Cardinals. And then we're home to Tampa Bay Buccaneers week four. Week five is a bye. We need to go in there three and one. So yeah, Absolutely. So so let's, let's, let's do a little transition about, about the Seattle game. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's break down the Seattle game. We watched a little bit of it. We mm-hmm. have two TVs up at all times. We're that big of football nerds. We watch all football, guys. So we watch the Bears the closest and analyze them. But um, we're always tuned into the red zone. We're always tuned in. Uh, now, Seahawks lost. They're not the same Seahawks. That's no. why I feel like we have to beat them. Michael Bennett's not there. Um, Earl Bennett's the only one. Do they still have? I don't even know. Do they still have Cam Chancellor? Um, I don't think they do. I know Richard Sherman's gone. He's Richard on the Sherman's Niners. Gone. Michael yeah. Bennett's on the Eagles. I should have looked into this, but yeah, I don't think it's that big of a factor. They don't have the pass rush they did. They're not the same team. Now, I thought the only thing that is a little alarming, did you look at any of the stats from that game at all? I, I checked them out real briefly, but I know you've got some of them. Well, what do you, what, what, okay, what? I have the stats in front of me, so I'm going to say my take first before I saw the stats. I, I, you know, actually you go first. That way I don't lead you on. No, what'd no, you, no, no. What'd you, cause I'm going to ask you a question and you go first. What did you think of Russell Wilson in that game without knowing any of the stats yep. and just kind of watching him in and out? You know, I, I think it was classic Russell Wilson. 
Um, I tell you, I, I'm worried about that offensive line. I don't think it can block for him very well. Um, I, 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 I know Baldwin was hurt and, and uh, they, were, they were struggling. Chris Carson had a pretty good game. But as far as Russell Wilson, I thought he had a below par game. Really? Okay, I you know I did too, and he didn't have a horrible game. His no. rating was ninety two, ninety two seven. He went nine for thirteen against the Broncos for two hundred ninety eight yards. He had three TDs, but then he also had two interceptions. So, you know, and then I'm I. So it's you know, I don't know. I feel like they're not that good, and I don't think he—I don't know how many times he got sacked. I don't have that information, but I don't think it matters because we're coming for him. Yeah, we have a good team, and we're coming for him. And so, so I want to—I want to talk with you for a minute about what, what did, did we? Here's the most important thing in football: Did you learn from your previous mistakes? A lot like life. Well, you, here's the thing, too, and I didn't bring this up, but I think now's a good time to bring it up. We're going to know a lot about who the Bears are before they even play the Monday night game against the Seahawks. If Minnesota, and this is my belief, I think Green Bay has a bad defense. I don't think they're good. I don't think Green Bay is going to go to the playoffs this year. They might, and if they do, they're just going to get knocked out. There's so much more round, well-rounded teams than them. All they can do is throw the ball. You know, that's it. They're, they're not a big running team. And then they get on their high horse every now and then, and they say, oh, we're going to run it. And then they run it really well for like a quarter, and then they're done. So we're going to know a lot by the Bears because if if Kirk Cousins, which I feel might happen, they go to Green Bay on Sunday, 1 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. So <laughs> I'm going to... I don't know how to feel, man, I guess, is what I'm saying. If he goes in there and lights it up, like lights their defense up, and they get into a shootout, I think I'll feel better about our defense in the aspect of if Rodgers plays, which I think he will, that you know we did good you know, on defense if we get into a shootout because they have a hell of a defense. But I'm also going to feel bad that we can't do what Minnesota is going to do to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I I think Minnesota's going to throw the ball. I think they're going to get out in in front of them. And and then I think unlike the Chicago Bears and Nagy, I think they're going to figure out that they've got to keep the foot so, on the gas. Well, we'll see. If they learn anything from us, you're going to have to. And we're going to have to do the same thing when we play Minnesota. They're hard. The only thing that made me feel better about um, the game on Sunday night was watching the game Monday night when the giant or the Giants, the Jets, kicked the heck out of the uh, Detroit Lions. Lions. Whoa, I couldn't even think of their name. They weren't even that relevant. Yeah, think of Kitty Cats. So back to Seattle. I don't think they have a very good defense. I don't think they're very good, and they're not as good as they once were. Who do they have on receiving that's a threat? Doug Baldwin. That's it. 
Doug Baldwin's hurt. Tyler Lockett is technically their first man up at this point. Is, in time. So wait, Baldwin's not going to play, or He'll, is he questionable? I think he's questionable, but his he's got a significant knee injury, and uh, he's he's really clear that he's not the okay. player he used to be. Here's the thing with Lockett: we can't sleep on him. He is fast as all get out. So if he books down, we can't get lazy. Do not get complacent because he's not going to do shit half the game. But he only needs to do that one big play yeah. or that two big plays. And then he has that in him. Right. I'd like to see that off Kevin White. I'd like to see us do that for him. He is our seventh pick. He is a first round seventh pick of the NFL draft. We're not throwing to him. Trubisky's got to spread the ball out. Jordan Howard cannot lead and be tied in receptions with Taylor Gabriel for 25 yards. We need to give the ball more to that beast named Allen Robinson. We need to get Trey Burton involved. Trey Burton was targeted six times, only caught two balls. Yeah. And Gabriel and White, in addition, as you said, have to get the ball. We must spread the ball around to be successful against Seattle We've got to spread the ball around. We've got to put it into multiple players' hands. And in addition to that, I am very concerned about Russell Wilson getting out of the pocket and throwing on us. I think that if we've got Khalil Mack, we've got some great pass rushers, but one of the dangers of a of a non-pocket, pot, non-pocket type passer is he gets out of the pocket and then he creates havoc. But don't you feel, and I agree with you, but don't you feel like people have now finally realized and caught on to the Russell Wilson spin move? Oh, yeah. They're getting him, and he still continues to do it. If he's rolling one way, what he does is he fake spins the other way, and people are laying him out. They're waiting for it. They see him pivot his hips, and then they're waiting. They're sitting on it. Hopefully, we're ready for that. I believe we will be. I, we got a, we got big boys, man. If that Robert Harris keeps playing like this, woo, buddy, I'm yeah. ready for him. Yeah. Big 95. Hakeem Hicks playing good. I think Roquan, Roquan, Ro, I can, I have Roquan. Roquan. I have the hardest. I get all tongue tied with him. If he steps it up, and I, I, that's the wrong word. He played great. He's a rookie. He, I mean, he, he doesn't, it was really only in for a few plays. Yeah, I'd like to see more of him. I hope I know it's a lot to ask, but I just feel like, come on, guys, we got to get to par now. Yeah. Like you know, it's hard with holdouts. So I think everyone else is there. I think we're gonna struggle a little bit in the secondary, and we're gonna let up some plays. But I believe that we have to, dude. Seahawks are the same kind of team as Green Bay, just not as lethal. But Russell Wilson. He'll thrive off if he's down fourteen. If he's down fourteen to twenty eight to us, and we even and it's like the fourth quarter, and we even let him sniff that end zone. You know, if he kicks a field goal, that's fine. We let him sniff that end zone. We're in trouble. Yep, he thrives off that. Our offense needs to take more control. We have backs that can run the ball and milk the clock. Do we not? We do. We do. We just have to make sure that we just don't get ultra conservative again get out and into a lead, and then lose it once again. I'd like to see some more design play actions instead of RPOs. Oh, absolutely. We have flyers. Gabriel can fly. One person, the distribution sucked. 
One person I'd like to see more of, I know he's a rookie, but you've said it time and time again, he passes the eye test. Anthony Miller needs to get more involved. Yeah. Anthony Miller is a heck of an athlete. Think of think of in this last game what it might have looked like if we would have went back, faked the pass, and done a reverse. Well, he did catch that big play on third and seven, and he converted. But then we stopped going to him. It's like... yeah. I don't know where everything went. I don't know what happened. I I, I just... Uh, yeah. We got to move on. The we, Bears are moving on. We need to move on. Do we want to make a prediction on the Seattle um, Bears game on Monday night? Yeah, you, you can, sure. Okay. What's, well, what do you think? I, I, we both said that, uh, that our Bears are going to win. I'm predicting 28-21. Okay, I will go 24-13 Chicago. That's what I'm going to do. So, that's the recap. Um, Listen, we're going to, like I said, I'm going on vacation. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to the Smoky Mountains. I'm not going to have any internet. So, there's no way we're going to be able to do this across the United States. So, with that being said, unfortunately... You know, this is a Monday night game, so unfortunately, we won't have the podcast out after that game till Friday. I'm going to say latest Friday. I'm looking at the schedule now, though, and we are basically Sunday games all the way through till we have a Thursday. We have Thanksgiving Day game. That's it. So after that, this is going to be the only time, guys, that we're going to have this mix up. After that, we're going to try to release them on Sunday. We're going to do them immediately after the game. That's that's what we want to do, right? Absolutely. We, yes. We, we want to we want to bring you I feel like people kind of want to know well, what you say right after the game. So we want to bring that to you. And we're going to sometimes, you know what? We're going to sound like idiots and hopefully we'll replay some of our moments where we might have said something and then hopefully Hopefully we get to replay some of this Trubisky trash talk that we did earlier because he makes us eat crow for what we said. I would love that. So if if at the end of the year we were proven to be absolutely idiots and Mitch Trubisky uh, uh, becomes the MVP of the year, that would be all right with both of us. With that being said, let's wrap this up. We'll get on a regular scheduled basis. We'll start releasing on Sundays unless something else happens but other than that uh you got anything to uh to say enjoy the game bears fans (laughs) all right Uh, we'll see you next time and remember bear down